In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the last Sunday of the Coptic month, Ba'una. During this month, usually, we are fasting the fast of the Apostles, and we celebrate also the descent of the Holy Spirit on the Apostles on the day of Pentecost. That's why the reading of this month, Ba'una, are about the Holy Spirit. In the first Sunday, the reading was about how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the way to be filled with the Holy Spirit is prayer. As the Lord said, pray and your Father who is in heaven will give you the Holy Spirit. The second Sunday was about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and we saw this through the miracle of healing the paralytic man, hearing, healing and miracles are among the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And last Sunday, the third Sunday, was about sins against the Holy Spirit, when the Lord said, who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. And today, the last Sunday, of the Coptic month, Ba'una, uh, is about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I like to differentiate between the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Gifts are free gifts given from God to the people. Gifts are tools. We use it to build the Church of God. As we read in Ephesians chapter 4, he gave some to be prophets, some to be apostles, some to be evangelists, some to be teachers, some to be uh, pre uh, uh, pastors, in order to equip the saints for the work of ministry to build the Church of God. So the gifts are equipment, equipment, tools, we use it to build the Church of God. And we will be accountable before God how we are using these gifts, whether we use the gifts wisely and faithfully or not. And God will ask each one of us, give an account of your stewardship. Some people receive gifts, but because they use it for their own glory, not for the glory of God, actually they put their salvation at high risk. We read in Matthew chapter 7, people said to God, in your name we have prophesied, 
In your name we cast out demons. In your name we work miracles. But the Lord told them, depart from me evil doors. I do not know you. So you can have gifts, but this doesn't indicate that this man who has gifts is a saint or a godly man. But what actually makes you a saint? What makes you inherit the kingdom of God? When you bear the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit as we read in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23. The first one is love. The fruit of the Spirit is love peace, joy, and the rest of the rest. So, what will make a person in the likeness of Christ when we bear the fruit of the Spirit? That's why John the Baptist, after he was baptizing the people, he told them, bear fruit befit your repentance. If you really a repentant person, show me your fruits, the fruit of the Spirit. And in the Gospel of today, the Lord actually mentioned seven fruits that every Christian, every believer should have this fruit in, her, in his heart. But before mentioning the seven uh, fruit, he starts by saying, but I say to you who hear, but I say to you who hear. Why the Lord started by, by saying, but I say to you who hear. One time the Lord said to the Jews, I will not judge you, but the words that I said will judge you. Meaning what? If you hear, then you are expected to obey and listen. But if you hear and then you did not obey and you did not listen, these words will condemn you, will judge you in the last day. That's why several times the Lord said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And he started today by saying, but I say to you who hear. Means, if you are hearing, listening to the word of God, then God expecting from you compliance, obedience. The first fruit the Lord spoke about in the gospel of today is love. When he said, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. Then he said, But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. So, what actually 
distinguish me as a Christian is to love my enemies. Anyone can love his friends. Anyone, whether a believer or an unbeliever, can love those who love him. But what makes me a real Christian when I love my enemies, when I bless those who curse me, when I do good to those who hate me, when I pray for those who spitefully use me. So, love here is not again just emotions. Many people say, yes, I love them. But you need to show your love in action. St. Paul in Romans chapter 12 elaborated on this verse, love your enemy. So he said, if your enemy is hungry, give him food. If he is thirsty, give him drink. And the Lord gave us the parable of the Good Samaritan. And we know there was enmity between Samaria and Judea. And there was a Jewish man. The robbers attacked him and left him half dead, half alive. And the priest passed by him. He did nothing. A Levite passed by him. He did nothing. Then a Samaritan, an enemy, when he saw him, he actually put oil on his wound, carried him on his uh, donkey, take him to the end, spend from his time, from his money, and paid for his treatment until he gets well. That's love. That is the fruit of the Spirit that we should carry in our life. The unconditional love, the limitless love, the sacrificial love, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. With love, there is giving. There is willingness to sacrifice. That is the fruit of the Spirit. This is the agape love. The second fruit is to be peacemaker. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace. To be a peacemaker. To stay away from violence, from contention. The Lord told you, to him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Be peaceful with others. Pursue peace at any cost. But if you are contentious and uh, violent, this is not uh, a characteristic of the church of, uh, of the children of God. 
children of God are peaceful. Not only peaceful, but they make peace. They make peace. They are willing to yield. They are willing to suffer injustice in order to keep peace. And the Lord himself gave us an example. He suffered injustice, but uh, and, and he was silent and did not open his mouth. When it comes to your own personal right, you can choose to suffer injustice. But when it comes to the rights of others, no, you need to defend the rights of others. But to defend them in a peaceful way. Don't defend them in a, a contentious way. Our Lord Jesus Christ was a reformer, but he was also meek and humble. He made reformation in the whole world, not through violence, not through sword, but through love and humbleness. The children of God is peaceful also. The third fruit he spoke about is giving. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And then actually, he promised a blessing when we give. He told, give, and it will be given to you. What will be given to us? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. Yes, indeed, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Anybody who experienced the blessing of giving in his life will not stop giving. When you give cheerfully and when you give generously, you will receive many blessings here on earth and in the age to come, you will receive the heavenly reward. And as I told you, giving is a sign of love. For God so loved the world, so he gave. So, when my heart carries the fruit of love, I will be a giving person. And all of us, we know the story of Bishop Abraham of El Fayyum, who lived in the first half of the 20th century, how he was a, a giver to the extent his title is the friend of the poor. The fourth fruit that the Lord mentioned today is how to be kind to one another, how to be nice in dealing with one another. This is actually ABC in dealing with one another. But how can I judge whether I am nice and kind to the other or not? The Lord gave us a golden rule. And he told us, 
just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. Before any situation, ask yourself, how I want people to treat me in such situation? If I am in their place, how I want others to deal with me? And this actually should determine your behavior. Because many times when we, we expect people to deal with us a certain way and we become angry and upset and disappointed if they don't deal with me in a certain way. But when I deal with them, it doesn't matter. And I expect from them to accept me as I am. And I'm expecting from them not to question my behavior. So here there is double standard. I want people to treat me in a certain way, but I'm not required to treat them in the same way. Children, for example, expect parents to deal with them in a certain way but they don't do their rights toward their parents. Spouses expect the other spouse to treat them in a certain way, but they don't do their responsibility toward their spouses. That's why the Lord gave us this golden rule. As you want others to do to you, do the same to them. The fifth virtue that the Lord spoke to us today about mercy, to be merciful. He told us, be merciful just as your Father is also merciful, as our Heavenly Father is merciful. He, he gave us some example. For example, he told us, if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward be, kind, be great, and you will be sons of the highest. For he is kind, God is kind, and merciful to the unthankful and evil. God is merciful even to unthankful and to the evil. Be merciful. To be merciful, you need to have the ability to see the sufferings of others. And your heart moves with compassion. And you extend your hand to help others. And you are doing this even with the unthankful and evil and your enemies. These are the four elements of mercy. The ability to see the suffer, suffering of others, the ability to develop compassion in your heart on others, the ability to extend your hand to help others 
even with your enemies, with the unthankful and the evil. The sixth fruit that the Lord spoke today about not to judge. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Judgment is actually uh, the attribute of God. He is the judge of the whole earth. When we judge others, we put ourselves in the place of God, and we judge others. And judgment leads to other sins, like condemnation, like gossip, backbiting, slandering. All these sins come from judgment. Yes, there is difference between judgment and discernment. A sign of spiritual maturity to be able to discern between what's good and what's right. And when you correct somebody in a spirit of gentleness, in order to help him to go in the right direction, this is not judgment. But judgment when there is condemnation and accompanied with gossip, slander, backbiting, all this actually the judgment. And the Lord told us, before you remove the speck from your brother's eye, remove the beam from your own eye. Judge not. And the last fruit that the Lord spoke about today, when he told us, forgive and you will be forgiven. Forgive and you will be forgiven. All of us like to be forgiven. When we do a mistake here, we want to be forgiven. If in my job I did a mistake, I would be very happy if my boss actually forgave me. But when others do mistake, we may choose not to forgive them. So here again, double standard. Why you expect to be forgiven, but at the same time, you don't want to forgive others? So again, the Lord told us, forgive and you will not be forgiven, even in the eternal judgment. When your heart actually is gracious, full of mercy and love, and you forgive, then God will forgive you. And God actually put this in the Lord's prayer, when we pray our Father who art in heaven. We say, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So, we're asking God to deal with us in the same manner we deal with others. So we say, God, forgive us as we forgive. Which means if we do not forgive, then we are saying, God, do not forgive us because we don't forgive others. So these are the seven points that the Lord mentioned in the Gospel of today about to bear the fruit of the Spirit. Love, 
peace giving good uh, uh, kindness and dealing kindly with others mercy not judging others and forgiveness we ask God to fill our hearts with the Holy Spirit so we may bear the fruit of the Spirit in our heart, in our life and we be true children of our Heavenly Father to Him is glory and honor and adoration forever and ever. Amen.